0: Even if all things, the things that I hope for and dream for, don't happen. You know, even if really difficult situations come up, the question I've been asking is, God, do I trust you, you know? And and in that, the Lord has been teaching me to surrender and be like, okay, God, I do. I got to Epic Life, started going to Epic Life because I heard about Epic Life overseas while I was overseas. Oh, yeah. Actually. And so um, when I came here and moved to Seattle during COVID time, Epic Life was the first church that I went to because it was the only church I knew about that was doing really cool stuff in Seattle. Yeah. Um, And I wanted to come.
1: Yes. When you came back over, did you get to choose Seattle or was that chosen for you? Did you kind of have to be here uh, Mm. for a season? Like, how did that happen?
0: So when I came back to the States, I was still planning on going back overseas as soon as COVID ceased. (laughs) Um, And when the borders started opening back up. And so I needed a place to be, to to sit and wait essentially, um, until borders opened back up. And it was amazing how it became very evident that Seattle was the place I was supposed to be. Mm. Lots of different friends from different times and seasons of my life all happened to be in this area. Housing opened up for me. There was just so many amazing, God moments so I moved here honestly with the thought that I was like "Mm, in four months maybe six months the borders will open and I'll go back overseas but now I've been here 10 months and have been living here and it's kind of amazing honestly I I never expected to be living in Seattle and now here I am and it's become home so yeah
1: yeah so when when that transition happened when you started to to understand that epic life in Seattle would be home and yeah. not just a temporary stop
0: yeah
1: how did that like how do you even walk into that you know what i mean mm-hmm. as, as somebody who who understands and believes that the goal is to go back yeah and now this thing has changed and i'm not like how does seattle become home instead of a pit stop to somewhere else As far as permanence?
0: (laughs) That's a that's a good question. It's taken time and the Lord really working on my heart because uh for a while I was having a hard time really seeing God at work here in Seattle because my heart was so much in a different place. And so it took the Lord slowly opening up my eyes for me to see, oh Wow, God is at work here. And I don't know all that my life has in store. I don't know what, you know, where I'll be in the next five years. But slowly I think God started opening up to my my heart of being like, I am here in Seattle right now, and so this is home. Because wherever I am with the Lord, wherever we are serving, serving Jesus, that's where home is. And so slowly my mind started to shift of I'm living here now. Okay, Lord, help me to learn what it looks like to um, be planted here right now. Um, and yeah, it's been a journey, especially during COVID, but I'm really thankful for it.
1: In your time here, what are, or maybe maybe even a, be, a better question, I, mm-hmm. I think, from your time uh, overseas and coming into a, a city that is very diverse, yeah. it's very diverse population. Mm-hmm. Uh, how have you seen what the Lord taught you and, and mm-hmm. had you involved in overseas? Mm-hmm. Um, as something that may or may not be tied to epic life, but maybe in the city, like is there are there things that you have been able to um, just use those lessons and life skills that, that you picked up there here in the city.
0: Mm-hmm. For one, something that I really enjoy and love about Seattle is that it is diverse. I enjoy that there's so many different um, people groups represented here in the city. That's been something that has been such a joy so enjoyable for me and honestly I feel like a gift from the Lord that I get to be living in a city that's full of diversity and different groups of people. We have so much to learn from each other, and I love living in Seattle because of its diversity, because it reminds me of how, how creative our God is. I think something that I brought back with me here while living in Seattle is, um, uh, something I would say all the time while I was living overseas is, every day I just want to be available, mm. even if it's just in a really small way. And I, I took that with me overseas and then coming back to the States, I kind of separated it where I was like, overseas I was like, I just want to be available. Like God can use all the little moments, those, those little Monday moments. We just say, God, here I am, open hands. I'm available, use me however you want to. Now, when I came back to Seattle for the first couple of months, I didn't really have that attitude because I was, I was grieving a lot of different losses, but then I, all of a sudden I realized, oh, the same thing I learned overseas God wants me to apply here and so that's something that I've been learning now is just every day being like God I'm available Mm. how how do you want to use me like if there's someone who comes along my path like you know how can how can we speak life into them because of the life that you give us
1: yeah Mm -hmm. oh that's good uh so one thing that you didn't mention is Mm. that you work at Token Coffee House
0: yes yeah yes
1: so tell me a little bit about that did you have I know yeah. a little bit of the story of how uh-huh. that happened, uh, but for those listening, tell us a little bit about how that came about, and then if you actually have like previous coffee experience.
0: Yeah, so first, when I was in college, I did work at a coffee shop. It was more of a French patisserie, and we made coffee, mm. but it hasn't been until working at Pilgrim, where I truly learned the beautiful art form that comes with coffee, so I had a little bit, but I, I feel like I've learned most of my coffee barista experience here yeah. at Pilgrim. But actually, yeah, how how I heard about Pilgrim was by coming to Epic Life. And I met Keith and Justin and you and you guys just, you know, had the coffee truck. And I was really excited about that. And I heard that, you know, after several years of working at the truck and dreaming and praying about... Opening up a coffee shop that it was about to happen. And honestly, I took that moment and I was like, oh, if I would love to be a part of it if I can and to start working at Pilgrim. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of how it came about. It's been really, I've really enjoyed seeing the entire process from just the truck to this open concrete building to now a thriving community coffee shop where every day we have the locals from our neighborhood coming in and we get, we know them so many of them by name who live in the neighborhood. And um that's been so, so enjoyable for me to be a part of and to get to know a lot of um the local neighbors here.
1: Yeah. 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 So there, and you, you don't have to share everything and, and just in, uh, but I want to, I want to talk a little bit about like just this connection. So my question earlier was a little pointed, but, but now is the, you know, your time abroad and overseas and learning a language has yeah. actually benefited you in your job at Pilgrim. Like there is uh I don't know if it's just the one, but I know of one mm. uh, of a woman that has come in and you've just not just helped cross a language barrier, but you've actually built a relationship with this this woman and so can you share just a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, yeah. So there's been a few people who have come in, but one particular lady, especially who um, I've been able to build a relationship with because of the second language that I'm I'm studying. That's been really sweet. I have to say I never pictured myself because of living overseas and studying a second language that at a coffee shop I would be able to use... Some of the language that i have to build connections yeah. with people but that yeah that's how it happened actually i was working at pilgrim one day and this sweet older lady came in i actually called her grandma um uh, i told her i've adopted her as my grandma because yeah. she doesn't have any children of her own or grandkids of her own especially in the states she's quite lonely um and so um yeah, it became kind of a natural bond. I She tried to order tea one time and was having a little bit of trouble. Um, I fa- found out where she was from and was able to help translate a little bit for her. And honestly, after that moment, we just kind of had this instant bond. Yeah. And so since then, because of working at Pilgrim, actually, I've been able to visit her at her house and continue that sweet relationship. Wow. Um, and th- yeah, that would have never... That relationship would have never happened if I wasn't, you know, working at the coffee shop. And it's really cool. I actually have to say she's come in several times. And sometimes I'm there, sometimes I'm not. There's been a few times, actually, she'll come in and then I'm not there and she'll call me and be like, where are you at? But something that she's told me is that she loves everyone who works at the coffee shop. I mean, she said so many times, I walk in and I feel so much at home. Um and she she's always like everyone who works there i can tell like they're they're good people they really care they care about me um and i think that just says a lot about what's happening at pilgrim and our prayers for it and for the people who walk in that they would feel at home you know yeah yeah oh
1: that's good and i can tell you i mean yeah i can tell you that it is something that i have appreciated uh just watching and um And even knowing, I mean, I've tried to you know serve her one time, and she just says, "Where's Caitlin?" You know, in as much English as she can, and and as she's learning, and as she's you know uh, able to order, you know, but just where's Caitlin, right? And and wanting to know if you're there, and partially knowing that it will be an easier time to order, but partially just looking for you, Mm -hmm. you know. And I think that's such a an important piece to know that. You know it's not just that we are able to to reach our community uh, our english speaking community like we are reaching the diverse community mm-hmm. that's around us mm-hmm. in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and and you sharing that uh just in the <sighs> the beauty that it is to to say, you know, no, oh, she's my grandma, I've adopted her as my grandma." And i'm and family, right, and what that really means of I'm going to invest and and not just invest because not just as like this ministry project, but really as like mm-hmm. no, I'm going to lean into the community that's here, mm-hmm. and there is this thing that connects us that I'm sure even and I would be curious to hear from you mm-hmm. uh, your side of what it means for to find some commonality with someone that maybe you weren't expecting to.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I, first of all, I love those moments of being able to connect with people that you wouldn't expect those unexpected relationships that form. Um, first of all, I do believe that God brings us those unexpected relationships. And I think it's something that we need to be aware that God brings these unexpected relationships to us and it's us being open and willing to lean in and step into it yeah and to just ask the lord okay whoever you bring along my path whether or not i feel like i easily can relate to them or maybe it's really hard and i don't understand their life story or their background asking lord how can i um lean into this opportunity of what you've given me to um to see people where they're
1: at, like you see them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's so good. Are there any other, these these moments that you're talking about of just mm-hmm. being able to, to step in and, and be open and available, the shop, maybe the city, just yeah. that the Lord has given and, and revealed to you as something of an encouragement and, and maybe of hope to you as in your time here in Seattle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that, do you mean of just different ways that God has yeah. encouraged me yep. or okay, man, I feel like I can look back on each day <laughs> and see little moments where I'm just reminded of the Lord and his faithfulness. I think for myself, a lot of times the way that I'm encouraged from the Lord. It is through people. Mm. So I would say last week at the coffee shop, I had just a lot of sweet moments with a lot of different people um, of our different regulars who come in. And that encouraged me just because, you know, Pilgrim Coffee Shop hasn't even been open a whole year. And there are so many people who come in now and feel so welcomed and these different people who came in they're all from totally different walks of life completely different backgrounds some of them English is their first language some of them English is their fourth language I mean it's amazing the kind of diversity and different backgrounds but all of them have one thing in common that they enjoy coming and uh, having re- having relationships with us it's it's it goes beyond just coming to get a cup of coffee yeah. but people want to stay. And so that that was that was just a small moment where i was really encouraged and just i could see how the lord was moving and working in the small details of everyone's lives.
1: That's good. I um i found out recently how connected my sister and you had been outside of Seattle Mm, uh
0: right yeah
1: because I knew that you were close friends and I didn't really know the story uh, until I think a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. Um, but just hearing both of you talk about that and it's so interesting the way that like the Lord makes these connections
0: Mm.
1: and what he what he will do in maybe unexpectedly in unexpected ways and so I think yeah I don't know if you want to want to get into that you can for sure get into some of that but i think what i am thinking of is the way that god not just like you talk about relationship so maybe this is the time point you're talking about relationships you're talking about how the lord encourages you and i think to not only have oh here's this church i know of from my time overseas yeah. but actually here is someone i know from right. I, I believe it was before your time overseas right or I yes, don't know how yes. that yeah
0: yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Irene to, to be clear. I yes, know that was a little yeah. confusing but
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no that was that was mind boggling for me actually because so yeah, Irene and I have been friends for over three years now. So yeah. before both of us, you know, um went overseas. So so yeah, we were already good friends and I had heard about Epic Life apart from Irene, meaning yeah. that it was two completely separate relationship groups so for me i was i was honestly blown away that irene was connected to epic life and then found out that you actually her brother went here and worked here that all of those connections were really amazing to me when i started to go to epic life yeah um and i was really encouraged by that just on a personal level that um yeah god's always he just on a, for for me personally, he's always looking after for me, and I was so encouraged by how he knits together relationships and incredible ways that that I couldn't formulate myself. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: When those pieces get revealed, it's mm-hmm. beautiful to see how God really does care about small and large, and kind of out there details, right? Mm-hmm. Like the amount of work that it would take to, to go, okay, so this person that I met prior to going overseas mm-hmm. and then years later, I'm going to be connected to a church in Seattle that happens to have my friend's brother on staff years before either of those connections were made. Like the amount of work that goes into that and, and just seeing the, I think the beauty of God and how he Works all things together, mm-hmm. right? Often there's a joke that in church circles, church circles are very small, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think there there is some truth to the way that the Lord kind of brings His body together, mm-hmm. and as He's moving different things across the world, just the way that that works out. So, anyway, can you just share maybe a little bit about what is the Lord teaching you right now, mm-hmm. kind of in this season of life as as you're adjusting to now? Nearly a year in the city.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: uh, What is something he's teaching you?
0: Mm, For me, this past year being here, there's been two main themes that keep coming up. And the first one being is waiting on the Lord. Mm. And I have to say, at the beginning for me, with everything that happened with the pandemic and all the hard things in between, I had a lot of people tell me, well, just wait on the Lord. Just wait on the Lord and after a while I'm gonna be honest I did not like hearing that yeah <laughs> it was like oh because I was misunderstanding what it meant to wait on the Lord mm. and I was understanding waiting on the Lord as being compliant yeah. as as almost giving up mm. um I wasn't I wasn't fully grasping what it meant to wait on the Lord and so now throughout this past year I've been waiting on the Lord Many things he's giving me many things to pray about and I haven't seen them yet to fruition and as I'm waiting on the Lord he's 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 guiding me and leading me and all of a sudden I started to realize to wait is active Mm. I found out that wait in Hebrew means to bind or intertwine so we're intertwining we're binding ourselves around the Lord and His Word and we're being active in the wait. And so it doesn't mean just stopping, because I think with a lot of different crises that have happened on a global scale, and also for me in a personal way, when I heard wait during that crisis, for me, I reacted in the response of, okay, I guess I'm just stopping. Yep. And so God has been putting on my heart that I wait on the Lord by stepping out in faith yeah, in a daily way. And... That waiting on the Lord isn't just the season, which is how I was thinking of it, but it's for our lifetime, Yeah, you know? Um, So that, for me, that's something that I feel like God has been teaching me. And then the next thing the Lord has been teaching me is a deeper level of trust. Because I realized when I came back to the States and I've been adjusting here to a new city, that it's easier for me to obey God than it is to trust Him. By that, I mean for myself once once I had a personal relationship with the Lord it was only natural for me to respond in the way of wanting to listen and obey you know once you once you know the Lord and you have a personal relationship with him all we want as his children or or at least I do as his daughter is to obey him but to trust him in the process has been way more of a challenge yeah. Yeah. Um, um, especially this past year and God has been starting to take me to this deeper level of trust of even if all things the things that I hope for and dream for don't happen you know even if really difficult situations come up the question I've been asking is God, Do I trust you? You know, and and in that, the Lord has been teaching me to surrender and be like, okay, God, I do. Even even in the pain um, and the hard things that we go through, um, learning to trust and give that to Him, and out of that, I've been finding new joy, being able to surrender a a lot of different um, hopes and expectations that I had, um, and being being able to trust Him in it.
1: Yeah, when I hear. Even, especially because it's a, it's a hymn, right? Trust and obey. And so just the, like, I hear the the music, right? And the way that, even the way that music you use to teach, right? And it's probably why it's stuck in my head. But I just hear that. Like, it's so interesting, right? Trust and obey, right? Is the, the hymn. And mm-hmm. uh, just what that does, if you flip it, of like, obey and then trust, obey and then trust. And like, mm-hmm. there's a deeper... Mm-hmm. W- love there's a deeper hope and there's a deeper joy if we can trust the lord and then obey him out of that Mm -hmm. and what that really what that really is and so i I appreciate you sharing that of just what it means to to trust the lord and to believe that he's good um to believe right just Mm -hmm. he is who he says he is Mm -hmm. um we are who he says we are Mm -hmm. you know as his beloved and i love that you even explained that like as his daughter you want to to trust him and and, or to obey him Mm -hmm. rather but but the deeper thing of the daughter trusting her father, right? Yes. The, the son, like me, the son trusting God, my father. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just thank you for sharing that. That's, mm-hmm. that's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I like to give everyone five minutes. And I can't take the mic away from you. <laughs> if you could just share a few words of hope with Epic Life. If you were on stage on a Sunday or you know the gathered people of Epic Life Church and wanted to encourage, exhort, just give a word to them what would you say
0: yeah the first thing i will say is actually about anxiety mm-hmm. because for myself especially this past year i've been struggling more with anxiety than ever before and i it w- it's been it's been really frustrating for me because um i've been asking the lord god just completely take it away from me take it away Um, and it's still, it's still been there and it's still a constant battle of, um, yeah, it, it depends on the day, but it can be really hard. The anxiety that I feel of just, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to that. And I was talking to a dear friend about this and that it's been really hard. And, and something that she told me that I want to encourage you all with is that she said in her deepest place of crying out to the Lord and in despair and asking, Father, why aren't you taking away this anxiety that I feel? And she realized that she would never take that season away because she learned how to abide in Christ more than ever before. So Mm. then she exhorted me and said, when the anxiety comes, use that as a moment to go deeper in abiding with Christ. And for myself, I can even say that I'm realizing now how much more of my prayer life has gone deeper because when the the lies come from the enemy that are not true about myself, when I have intense anxieties comes up, I can go to the Lord in prayer and allow moment by moment, every day, abiding with Jesus, and out of that comes so much joy in a deeper place of. Allowing God to walk with us, so I guess that's my encouragement is through a lot of hard things that we're all going through in life. That sometimes God won't take them away, but He walks with us in it, and it's all for a purpose, and we get to grow deeper with Him. And so in the end, I'm 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 grateful. I'm grateful to be able to grow deeper in my relationship with the Lord. So that would be the first thing, and I guess something else that comes to mind is don't grow weary in doing good, friends. When the going gets tough, sometimes all we can do is be like little children coming to our Abba Father, in our brokenness, in our weakness, and say, God, I don't have anything left to give, maybe for this city, for what's going on in our country, for the world, but you do. So in my weakness, God, use me so that I don't grow weary in doing good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's good. Mm -hmm. I think uh, one thing I appreciate is that uh, you tied that back to to Scripture, right? And uh, just to remember that everything that that we do, everything that we believe comes from, Mm -hmm. like, God's Word, God's truth, Mm -hmm. God's proclamation of this is what i'm going to do Mm -hmm. and then watching him do it Mm -hmm. even going all the way back earlier to your earlier point again of just trusting the lord to trust him that like that is a good way forward Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. is like that holding on to him and being so sure that he is these things good and faithful and true mighty in power able to to save able to do Mm -hmm. something about our situation Mm -hmm. but more than that able to and willing to sit with us we just have to trust him Mm -hmm. trust it that it's true Mm -hmm. and so anyway i just really appreciate you sharing that and just thank you for that and uh, Mm -hmm. i hope that that we'll as a a church community sit with that and Mm -hmm. um and hold that and reflect on that i really appreciate just uh, one who you are mean, personally to to my sister and just your friendship with her and, and what i have seen the benefit of true friendship that that is not only in proximity
0: mm, yeah <laughs> and yeah
1: but then also just who you have been is part of the pilgrim team obviously you and i working alongside one another there mm-hmm. and also just watching as you participate in the community of Epic Life, and mm-hmm. so thank you for one being a part of the community, and, and just I'm so glad to to have you here, and uh, look forward to seeing how the community grows, not only with you and alongside you, but in learning from you as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So well, thanks so much, Hector. I'm so thankful to be here. Honestly, it's amazing to me that that I'm here, that I'm at Epic Life, that I get to work at Pilgrim. That's totally of the lord and i've been so encouraged by being here god knew that i was supposed to he was gonna place me and land me here um in the middle of all this and i've been so thankful to be here and to 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 be to come to epic life yeah so i've been thankful so yeah thank you
1: yeah all right well thanks y'all for tuning in to the epic lives of epic life um I'll finish this later. All right. Talk to you soon.